You're listening to Audio Interference, produced by Interference Archive. Interference Archive is a social space, exhibition venue, and OpenStax archive of social movement material. Our work is rooted in the belief that our shared history should be held in common and accessible to all. of any conciliatory women's movement. We weren't going in a direction of equality, equal wages, um, please don't rape us, apologetic for being alive attitude. We were exploding and we were asking women all over to explode with us and come what may. In March, Interference Archive hosted Mary Ellen Croteau and Jeremy Turner. They recounted the secret history of the Sister Serpents, sharing the posters, flyers, stickers, stamps, performances, and street art of the Feminist Art Collective. My name is Jeremy Turner, and I was the um, founder of the Sister Serpents, which was a quite radical feminist art collective that started in 1989 and lasted a not too long, <laughs> a few years after that, and then petered out, went into hibernation. I recently resurrected this to as an archive with the Interference Archive, not only for the purpose of um, the historical interest, which it certainly should be, but mostly because it seems that the attitudes we had and the, um, the great joy that we had and what we were saying is absolutely relevant today. And hopefully people will be inspired. They might not learn anything from what we did, but they might be inspired by it. I sat down with Jeremy to talk more about the history and work of Sister Serpents. Put an ad in the paper, which is what one would do in those days. No, this is all pre-internet. And um, in 1989, I'm a painter and my work's very political. And what I wanted to do was um, something along the lines of the November group or the Berlin Dadaists at the end of World War I and between the wars, where they were postering all over the place and they worked together as a group of artists to have a political group with booklets, with book covers, with exhibits, public display of political art. And this is what I wanted, and that's what I asked for in the ad. And so along come four women at the beginning, only four people answered, and um, they were all women, and it w I wasn't asking for women, I was asking for political artists. The women who came along included Ashley, a photographer with a background in women's studies, Ashley's roommate, Victoria, and Joe, an academic with a background in art theory. It was 1989, and the Supreme Court had just decided Webster v. Reproductive Health Services. The court's decision upheld a Missouri law that imposed restrictions on the use of state funds for the provision of abortions, thereby scrapping protections guaranteed by Roe v. Wade. Right away, we realized, okay, we're women, and they just passed this bill that said, okay, Roe versus Wade, abortion freedom is pretty much gone and done with for a lot of people. We were shocked by that, and we thought, we thought, yeah, let's just focus on women's issues. 
And we didn't think, and we'll do that now, and then we'll do other things later. It was more just, let's just do that. I asked Jeremy about what Sister Serpent set out to do and why they chose art as their medium. I want to emphasize that we were A, spontaneous, and B, we really didn't ever, ever sit down and have an agenda. Part of it is that we did not have an answer. If we were a political group, which a lot of people wanted us to be, we would have to come up with an agenda and an answer, answers. And we felt we've got a lot of work to do before we can come up with the answers, I guess, or if we're going to do that at all, or other people come up with the answers, we have to expose what's there. We have to expose the extremely suppressed rage that women as a half of humanity have. And, and it has to be expressed, brought to the fore. And if we had a purpose, it was that. So that's a process rather than an answer. A political group has an answer. So we felt we had a freedom as artists that, that we didn't have to have the agenda or the political program. We were hearkening back to the, to the November group, the Dadaists, the Berlin Dadaists, and their ilk, and also the, like the Mexican muralists of Diego Rivera and Siqueiros and Orozco, and how they were again and again saying that art is our weapon, and it is the weapon that speaks all languages. It's a, um, a, a manifesto, a diatribe, a das Kapital, thousands of pages. It's, a, it's uh, for people in all languages, for people who read, for people who don't read. And in a language that's stronger than any written word is a visual image. So we're coming from that point of view. If we wanted to affect people's, if we wanted to shock people, there's nothing more shocking than a visual image. Shock was a way of causing terror tremors in the people who deserve it and causing uh, hesitation in people who might or might not deserve it and causing great joy in people who are part of our purpose. Jeremy, Ashley, Victoria, and Joe decided on a name and deployed art as their weapon. They began by postering the streets of Chicago. I think it was Ashley who just happened to have a big cardboard box full of rubber snakes in her house. Yeah, she's a photographer. And um, she said, I've got the snakes. What if we um, put snakes up? with the posters and we'll put the, you know, put the rubber snakes on the posters. And um, we thought that would be provocative that make people read the posters. And then we thought, okay, let's come up with a name and um, something, sister something. And, oh, let's take the snake idea and call ourselves serpents. Ashley and Joe, who are the scholars that they had all these, uh, all this, reference material and they read all these feminist books and their favorite were quotes from these books and we make xerox posters of quotes small quotes and then just go out postering and i was uh, living at the time in the storefront which was my studio and home and we would meet at my house or at my storefront we could be really messy and make posters and throw them all over the floor and put paint on them and spray paint and everything and it would be okay so we took these etchings, serpent etchings, and and we had these great big rubber stamps. They were like the size of a small paperback book. We would sit on the floor of my studio and we would stamp poster after poster. Very, um, very cathartic. 
we thought, all right, we'll go out in the middle of the night. So we got together and we had a car. When we um, drove around in the middle of the night with our buckets of wheat paste, wheat paste meaning flour and water in a big bucket mixed together. We pre-mixed with big like wallpaper paint brushes and stacks of Xerox. And also um, Ashley worked at a place where she could get and I did too, actually, at that point in time. We could do a lot of free Xeroxing. So we just Xeroxed as much as we could. So we had hundreds of posters, and we just went out, and oh, it was an empty wall. And up they went. In the beginning, the Sister Serpent's work was completely anonymous. Eventually, they added a post office box to their posters. We did, and we knew we, we did have uh, our posters with with the with our post office box we would get a lot of reactions a lot of letters would pour in quite a bit it was kind of astonishing to us how much react how much reaction mm-hmm. came in in the early days it was very positive like i saw your posters on the street and i want to be part of what you're doing and this is so exciting not all of sister serpent's work was well received we did a famous poster, which really caused the notoriety, which was the fetus poster. And Ashley, the photographer, had good size, like 20 by 30 inch um, prints of out of focus, soft focus fetuses from the fetus jars in the Natural History Museum. We thought, let's, let's do something with them. Let's make them into posters. So we put the fetus picture on the wall and we're all sitting around looking at it and very rapidly we came up okay let's call it for all you folks who consider a fetus more valuable than a woman outpouring of okay we'll make the fetus work for minimum wage we'll make the fetus um um, do the housework we'll make the fetus cook for you yeah and fuck a fetus so the poster became fuck a fetus poster is what people called it and on that poster which we, we did have our our name and box office we went through a lot of trouble finding a printer. This this women's uh, printing company, they loved it, and they said, we're doing it for free. And they did 5,000, these big, nice paper posters for free. We just put them all over, especially on building site walls where we put a lot of them in a row. We took this fetus poster to like these... Um, so-called radical political groups, their offices and stuff. Can you want some of these posters? Can you distribute them? And oh, we're not touching that. It was it was so divisive. And actually, many years later, I'm at the Y in Park Slope here. I'm wearing a T-shirt. We made a T-shirt with that with the poster, and I'm wearing it while I'm doing my exercises. And this guy comes up to me and he says, "You can't wear that shirt. It's divisive." What did you? say back. So I'd probably fuck you or something. I don't know. I don't remember. He wasn't so nice. Sister Serpents expanded from postering. They planned their first exhibit titled Rattle Your Rage and called for entries. The exhibit showed work from artists around the country, work that dealt with rage against sexism and the personal and societal oppression of women. The exhibit first appeared at Chicago Filmmakers in March of 1990. It then traveled to ABC No Rio in New York. The first exhibit was a turning point for Sister Serpents. They lost their anonymity and redefined themselves. It disrupted Jeremy's personal life. We had um, so uh, just an outpouring of support and admiration and excitement from women and from men and, and money. People just gave us money. We weren't saying, 
please help help us with donations. We weren't saying that at all. We just they just gave us money. I've never had an experience like that in my life before. It was just it was it was just overwhelming. Yeah, and on that night after the opening was over, Ashley quit Sister Serpents, and my um, boyfriend, husband, whatever you want to call him, of ten years left that night. <laughs> and so we had it was very rupturous. He couldn't handle us. He couldn't handle what we were, what we were becoming or what the potential of this. And he just you know he left. And so we had this huge, for me, it was this huge rupture of my life, incredible devastation, really. And at the same time, this phenomenal excitement of what have we, what Pandora's box have we opened here? Um, but there, without, Ashley wasn't going to help anymore. And what have we got? We've got all these other people who want to help. That was the definitive moment of trying to think, okay, what have we done? What have we started? Where are we going? did a sign-up sheet of people who wanted to come to a grand meeting. We started out that way. Then we met as those of us without Ashley, who there's five of us at this point, and we met, like, how? what are we going to do at our grand meeting? And what we'll do is to have the um, people do what they want, and the people who want to sit around and have therapy groups, they can do that. And the people who want to have study groups, you know, reading uh, feminist writing or whatever they want to read, they can do that. And people who want to make art together collaboratively, they can do that. And that once a month we would all meet together again. We would compare notes or whatever. And that also we had certain qualifications or guidelines that everybody had to participate in the postering. Everybody had to be um, pro-abortion rights, and no religiosity, no men in the group. Men could certainly help, but not in the group. Mary Ellen, who displayed her art in the Rattle Your Rage exhibit, became an active member of the group. She was very responsible and a great artist, and she did these wonderful pieces, and, and her art developed exponentially and she she just exploded and would do these wonderfully funny things and so I had my artist partner working with me and and that was so great and she became extremely outspoken in a way she had never done before. Amid internal disruption and evolution the sister serpents were confronted with external threats. We had that at um, this place called Filmmakers in Chicago which was at the time this huge space with big plate glass windows in the middle of the night these windows were smashed with a big iron pipe, which was left as a souvenir. The woman who was running the filmmakers' organization, who got um, funding from the um, National Endowment of the Arts, her place was, um, I say it was bombed, and Mary Ellen said that I remembered that wrong, that it wasn't bombed, it was, a bomb was left. But it was terrifying. And the police bomb squad came out and they said, this is no homemade bomb. This is, this is professional. This is a military weapon, what we got here. The 1990s saw an increase in conservative policies that aimed to censor artists by taking their funding. In a letter dated June 23, 1990, Donald Wildman, executive director of the American Family Association Foundation, wrote to Representative Mel Levine, 
I doubt if most voters would favor the spending of tax dollars to promote violence and hatred toward certain members of our society. We plan to inform voters on how their tax dollars are being spent. His letter references work from Sister Serpent's Rattle Your Rage exhibit. He notes, The National Endowment for the Arts helped fund with $18,000 of tax money via a grant to the Chicago filmmakers. The right-wing American Family Association Foundation um, getting Congress to denounce us. And, you know, we were, we were denigrated, officially denigrated as a hate group. It was just the way we, were, we knew we were right. We knew that we were loved and we knew we were right. While they continued postering on a weekly basis, exhibits became the main focus. In addition to several exhibits in Chicago, Sister Serpents had exhibits in New York, Denver, and internationally, in Hamburg, Germany. In 1991, the U.S. launched airstrikes on Iraq, and Sister Serpents debated how to respond. Art Against Dickheads opened in February of 1991 at the Amnesia Gallery in Chicago. Do we um, take our group and what we've got here and put it into a larger political movement? We decided the fight against um, women's oppression has to be what we're doing, and it is part of the whole thing. We have to make the connections between a fight against imperialism and a fight against misogyny, oppression of women specifically. So that became a focus of our huge, wonderful show, which was called Art Against Dickheads, which is how we came up with the best titles, didn't we? (laughs) And that we had in a gallery, it was a women's gallery. We had, God, maybe 50 different artists from around the country that would work in it. Their performances were against the war efforts. They were against American imperialism. And women were saying we're against imperialism. They were not saying, and it has to be understood, that it was not the point of view that we were projecting, which was that women don't make war, only men make war. Women are just these peaceful creatures. No, it wasn't this at all. It wasn't against violence. We were not against violence. We were not against rising up. As far as role models, if we were learning from role models, it would be Malcolm X. It would be the Black Panthers. It would be uh, Lenin. It would be Mao. It would be Rosa Luxemburg. It would be people who felt you have to fight. You have to destroy imperialism. You can't have a a just society without destroying imperialism. It's not going to happen. It wasn't this idea that we're nicer than men. It was just we're oppressed and we're fighting against the oppression. And our oppression is hand in glove with imperialism, American imperialism. Jeremy moved to England and Sister Serpents petered out. Jeremy reflects on what Sister Serpents accomplished and the idea of resurrecting their work. That's the other thing, is that we stopped our fear. This is something I think so important to resurrect by the fact of our, of our number and the fact of being women and the fact of recognizing how intense and strong our rage is and our power is, that we had no fear. Women live in fear all the time. If that could be translated, if that could be resurrected more than anything. This is so important. And the bombing and the, and the plate glass windows and all, they could have easily killed us. They knew who we were by sight. Any moment, anything could happen. But we didn't have that fear. I must say, we didn't sit down and say, what's happening to us? We're losing our fear. This is only in retrospect, I'm saying this, because I wasn't aware of it at the time. 
I think that to put things up on Facebook or worse, Instagram or anything like that misses it, misses the point. And with posters, it confronts people. And sometimes in a way that's delightful, sometimes in a way which is utterly offensive, but they're not looking for it. People who are looking for images of that ill already have a predetermined reason. But people who are just walking down the street, it's not what they're thinking about, or they might be really upset because they found out that they're making half as much as the man at their job, or they lost their job because they weren't you know, giving a blow job to the boss. They might be walking down the street feeling full of rage, and they see a sister serpent poster and be overjoyed. But they're not looking for it on the internet, and it's a whole different thing. And I think it would be the best thing in the world how great it would be if people would do that if that happened god i would be just so overjoyed if i saw any of this stuff on the streets you've been listening to audio interference produced by interference archive the archive is collectively run and volunteer powered and we rely on donations to keep us up and running to support what we do, go to interferencearchive.org and click on Donate. Thanks for listening.